Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Well, welcome back. It is Tuesday, November 22, and thank you for joining us again. My name is Steve Durr. I'm still your host this week, and Kevin is joining me again. And, and uh, thank you, Kevin, for your words yesterday. I appreciate that and some of the insights you shared with us, and um, you'll get to share a little bit more in just a minute. But before we jump into today's uh, scripture, I want to do a plug for what we've been talking about um, at Victory Point and Sundays the past several weeks. We've been reading through Feast, uh, First Peter, um, and I think uh, this past Sunday, um, though, well, for us, we're recording, so it'll be this coming Sunday, but people who are listening, um, you know, this past Sunday, we finished that up. And the title of the series was uh, Strangers in a Strange Land, and it's all about working through First Peter. Um, so I would encourage you, if you have not been a part of our uh, Sunday uh, gatherings, go to the Victory Point podcast, I mean, a Victory Point um, YouTube page, and, and just kind of catch up with them. Uh, I think it's a great perspective for who we are as Christians now in today's day and age. Because, um, you know, one of the first sermons in the series we talked about, we really, really don't fit in anymore. Um, and we have to kind of be okay with that. But um, so anyways, that's just a, a shameless plug for our uh, Strangers in a Strange Land series. If you haven't been part of that, go ca- check that out. But all right. Well, Kevin, thank you for uh, not running out the door after the last <laughs> one and, and uh, coming back for this one. Um, on Tuesdays, we usually ask our, our guests to share a little bit of their God story, um, you know, how Jesus has been working in their lives. You uh, mentioned that a little bit briefly yesterday um, when your faith started to become more of a real thing than just, oh, you believed, but whatever. Um, but is there a story, even maybe more recently than when you first got married, where you can you know, share how Jesus worked in you or through you? Yeah, so <clears throat> about 10 years ago, we moved from our former home in Marne, Michigan, and came out here to Grand Haven. And that the next spring, we met Dan and Kim Brown, which was led us to a, a, another church before this one. And Shortly thereafter, Kim uh, got me involved in the youth group there and doing Bible studies with the kids, and we would do them every Wednesday night, and then she started assigning me uh, chapters <laughs> that I I had to then uh, teach on. So yeah. that, that was way, 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 way out of my comfort okay. zone. But um, um, in, in w- one night, uh, we were reading through probably Mark or somewhere in there, and um, I was going along really well, and then all of a sudden you get a brain freeze, mm. and you, you don't know what to say. And then I just had this feeling of a hand on my shoulder, mm. and all of a sudden the words started flowing again. And and I truly believe that was God or Jesus yeah. there behind me to saying, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Awesome. So, yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that. I think that's um, it's cool to hear that in that moment. You know, the words came to you, and and probably not the words you were intending to say. Yeah. Um, probably, you know, what was more, I think, um, especially as I prepared for the podcast over these past, you know, year or so that I've been doing it, I write down notes of what I think we should talk about, and then our conversation goes a different direction, and, and I think, okay, that's good, because what I had probably, probably wasn't really what um, God wanted us to say, so. Right. Yeah. 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 
Okay. That, uh, my piece of paper here is blank. Is blank. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. Well, thank you for sharing that that story. And um, I guess it's hopefully an encouragement to those who maybe um, are a little bit nervous about times where God might call them to to share um, with their, you know, we talked yesterday about being a, you know, a uniter, not a divider. And it could be kind of scary when you try to um, help bring people together. Um, but, you know, we just trust that in that time, Jesus will give us the words we need. And so yep. thank you for that, that story. So. Yep. Well, we are um, going to read 1 Peter 2, uh, verses 4 through 12 today. And um, kind of yesterday we talked about, you know, Jesus being the cornerstone. Um, and now today we're you know, talking about the, the, the living stone and um, it's kind of some of those same themes. But I'm going to read first and then we will talk about it. So uh, verse 4, as you come to him, the living stone, Rejected but men by men, but chosen by God and precious to him. You also, like living stones, are being built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. For in the scripture it says, See, I lay a stone in Zion, a chosen and precious cornerstone, and the one who trusts in him will never be put to shame. Now, to you who believe this stone is precious, uh, but to those who do not believe, the stone the builders rejected has become the capstone and a stone that causes men to stumble and a rock that makes them fall. They stumble because they disobey the message, which is also what they were destined for. But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness and into this, his wonderful light. Once you were not a people, but now you are a people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Dear friends, I urge you as aliens and strangers in the world to abstain from sinful desires which war against your soul. Live such good lives among the pagans that though they accuse you of doing wrong, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day he visits us. All right. Uh, so Kevin, what kind of jumped out to you as far as what do we learn about God in this passage, or Jesus? Well, Jesus is the living stone, um, the cornerstone of, of his entire church. And, of course, he was rejected by the, the priests at the time uh, and, and many others, of course. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I um, like that connection to what we talked about yesterday, too, that, um, you know, Men might reject us, but God chose us, cho chose us um, brought us into his family. And so we don't necessarily need to worry about, you know, when people reject us because we have that acceptance through God. Um, he called us out of the dark into the light um, so that we are the light of the world. Um, yeah. Any, any other thoughts about who God is as a result of this or in what we read? <coughs> He's somebody that won't uh, turn away from us. You know, we, we will stumble, we'll sin, we'll make mistakes, but he won't leave us. Yeah, yeah. That's so reassuring because, you know, um, it talks about in verse um, 11 and 12, he urges us to abstain from our sinful desires, which war against your soul. But that is something that's so easy for us to fall into that time and time again. 
Yep. So it's reassuring. That I think you, thank you for sharing that. That um, he won't turn his back on us. Um, he will restore us, and he will you know keep us as part of his family. So, what about people? What do we learn about people um, or humans as a result of this? Some will resist. They yeah. they they won't believe. Um, they they enjoy their worldly ways. Yeah. Whether sinful or you know, most worldly ways are sinful, but um, and won't follow him. Yeah, and that you know that that doesn't surprise me. It doesn't, but. You know, it's hard for me to believe that all the evidence that's there, all that we've read about in the Bible, and and we'll read more, you know, as we uh, get into Revelation later this week, just how can people reject that, you know? Um, They see what Jesus did. They read the stories. and, And But some people still, despite that, reject him. And that's just... Yeah, hard for me to to fathom. But you're right that you know, kind of those sinful desires of the world oftentimes have more immediate gratification. Yeah, right. Yeah. I was thinking pleasure. Yeah, yeah, yeah gratification. Yeah. So, um, one thing that I took away as far as what this tells about us as humans is we are to be those living stones. Um, you know, in the Old Testament, oftentimes when people encountered God, they would build an altar of stones. Um, you know, to signify, hey, this is a place where I met God, or this is a significant part of, of my journey. And so, so it was a reminder for them, for their family, for those who came that God did something here. Um, and so that I feel like that's what God's calling us to do, um, to be those living stones where we uh, are an example to others about what, what Jesus did for us. Um, and, you know, he, that's what he talks a little bit there. Um, you know, in verse 12, to live such good lives among you that the pagans, though they accuse you of doing wrong, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day he visited us, visits us. Um, so that was kind of, you know, uh, what jumped out to me as far as our role, what we need to be doing. So I, I like your reference that we are living stones because I, I read this several times and in the first couple times I read it as Jesus is making us living stones. Um and then I kept reading it, and I get into the little details. And no, he's not making us living stones. We're being part of building the spiritual house. But are we living stones or not living stones? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I get, and, and may, maybe that's what depends on where our heart is. But. Well, yes, yeah, for sure. Because um, I think there's times where our you know, we are the exact opposite of those living stones, those, yep. the, the billboard for what God is doing. And people see what we do and say, you say you're a Christian and yet you're doing that. And we can have that, the opposite impact that we right. want. So um, I think also in the kind of the overall meta narrative of, of the Bible, what we've been reading in the Old Testament was a, about how, um, you know, preparing the way for Jesus to come. You know, we have the fall of man, and then we have the, the Old Testament law and the priests, and everything kind of builds up to who Jesus is. The gospel, um, the New Testament, is Jesus' life, and then the apostles' work. But, you know, now the, it's on us, right? You know, Jesus is back in heaven. You know, the apostles have been gone for thousands of years, but now it's up to us to, to carry on the work that we read about in the Bible and to make sure God's plan continues to thrive, um, 
you know, until we get to, again, Revelation later this week. But, but. but we do have the Spirit in us. Yes. Yes. And if we listen to that and we feel it, we will be the living stones yeah. and shining. Yeah. Good. Well, do you have any challenges uh, for our listeners or kind of like what do you take away from this that maybe will be a challenge for you? One, turn from your sinful desires and yeah. and two, to be that shining light, that, that, that living stone. Yeah. yeah. L- let others see what Christ, Christ is like yeah. from, by your actions. Yeah. And that's exactly again what verse 12 is saying, that live such good lives among the pagans that though they accuse you of doing wrong, they may see your good deeds. And so that's a, a great challenge for us and our listeners as you go throughout your day, um, just to really remember you are a living stone. People will look to you and say, uh, they'll say who Jesus is or who Jesus isn't. And so it's it's kind of a scary thing, but knowing that the Holy Spirit's inside you, like, like Kevin just said, um, you can... Um, be a monument to what God has done in your life and others can know him because of that. So thank you for joining us. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you. Oh,